that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And today, before we actually get into it, we want to remind you to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And if you could give us a rating or some kind of uh, note uh, or something on uh, whatever podcasting app you use that allows you to give ratings, that would be awesome. Uh, And, you know, tell your friends to subscribe. That's also cool. Anyway, let's move on. And uh, today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 10 of uh, Daredevil, The Man in the Box, which, uh, first off, is not the season finale. It's Episode 10. <laughs> you know, you would think that, but that's not it. Uh, anyway, this originally premiered on March 18th, 2016, just like every other episode in the season. And here's our rundown of the episode. One minute or less. Daredevil asks Mahoney to send the kids who are being used by the hand to Claire's hospital to receive treatment. Learning of Frank's escape, D.A. Reyes asks Foggy, Matt, and Karen to meet her at her office. She confirms that her office organized the sting that killed Frank's family. Now she believes the Punisher is targeting her and her daughter, and she pleads for their help to bring him in. However, during the conversation, Reyes is gunned down in front of them by a shooter assumed to be the Punisher. Matt visits Frisky Fisky in prison and confirms his suspicion that Fisk is in control of the prison and has secured Frank's release. Electra kills an assassin sent by Stick, and Frank saves Karen from a similar attack to the one on Reyes. At the hospital, ninjas begin their assault on the hospital. I shouldn't have said it that way. But I did under a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Just a few seconds under. Yep. Alright. <laughs> Alright. So we'll start off with our Fast Facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. You didn't see that coming? Do you have any fast facts, though? No, not a one. I don't know why. I don't think I've had a single fast fact this entire season. I don't think so either. <laughs> we got three episodes left. You better pick it up. All right, fine. All right. Um, At the end, Fisk listens to some music while eating a steak, which is the same music that he plays when he's getting dressed in the first season. I I feel like it's like his music he listens to when he's happy and has a good life. Okay, that's that's just his uh his normal music kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know how you listen to Blink One Eighty Two whenever you're having a good day. We all do it. Uh, me, yeah. it's Shania Twain. Yeah, Not everyone's sure. got their thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a Shania Twain song and a Blink One Eighty Two song. <laughs> uh, Blink One Eighty Two is legitimately my favorite band. Still, in the in the year of our Lord twenty twenty. <laughs> they're, they're fun they, they've got a lot yeah. of fun songs uh did they do ah never mind i don't know name, name a song then. all the small things oh there you go that's a good one yeah. <laughs> which i feel like should be the theme song to ant-man but whatever i'm not in charge of music 
Well, you know, when they get to number three, maybe. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. Um, My other fast fact is um, we get to see Electric U size, you know, the three, the, the super forks for the first time ever in this, which is our signature weapon in the comics. Okay, I was going to ask if that was the first time, because I realized, yeah, I don't think we've seen her use weapons other than, did she use a sword the other time when she was fighting the hand with Matt? Did she use a sword? I thought she just used her fists every time. She has to have had something. I could have sworn she had a weapon. Maybe she took someone's sword. Yeah, that might that's probably more accurate. Oh, I, I know. She has to have taken, or at, at a minimum, she had a weapon because at one point Matt turns to her and says, uh, "Electra, don't." Basically, killed that person in front of you because she was about to. I think that was a ninja's weapon. I don't think okay. she had one. All right. She's like uh, Agent May. If she needs a weapon, she'll take it and kill you with it. And it's effective. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, if that's the end of our fast facts, we'll move on to our heroes discussion. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. I choose to run toward my problems and not away from them. Because that's what... Because that's what heroes do. Uh, Do you want to start with Frank or Matt? Uh, Let's go with Matt. I I feel like Frank is a good... um segue into the villas just because of his you know middle stance here yeah um so frank or not frank well my bad (laughs) i'm ignoring exactly what you just said uh uh, matt goes to visit fisk right and fisk comes at him with like there's obviously no connection between me and castle which is true I like how is it just because the plot wants Matt to figure it out that Matt figures it out or I'm not sure why Matt really can see the connection between them. Yeah, I was kind of wondering the same thing. I mean, he had the one line about saying um, that they were in the same um, like cell block or something, cell block D or whatever. Um, But I mean, you're, you're right. Like, granted he also like the other part of his line was he likes to keep track of people who try to kill them or to kill us he was talking about you know nelson and murdoch and page yeah wait page is the last name that's right uh (laughs) and um so maybe it's that and i mean it would make sense right like fisk there he would have the power to get uh castle out of jail um and if he has no other ideas, then it's at least a starting spot. So he and he did go there to look into it. He didn't just know and then act based off of it. Yeah. And then I'm wondering how it was handled that Castle escaped. Did they announce it like a few hours later to give him a chance to get away since everyone's in um, Kingpin's pocket? And was that like a clue? Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Um, I mean, see, the guards probably had to do some things. I don't know, wipe some video. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably, like, raised an alarm or something and said, oh, this, there's the prisoners escape. They're not in their cell or something. It's probably in the middle of the night, too. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. Yeah. 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 
But yeah, I, I do like this whole conversation between them. It's, I feel really bad for Matt. I know he can take it. But also, Kingpin, just guy who can lift almost 500 pounds, is just beating up on a blind man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I mean, we're also, again, reminded of how strong he is because he broke open those handcuffs. Did he? I thought, I thought he he, did. they were just unlocked because he had everyone in his pockets. But oh, it's yeah. completely it's completely possible he broke them open. Okay, I thought he broke them. But either way, like Yes, I mean well, <laughs> I think it's worse because um from uh Fisk's perspective, he's beating on this blind man who has no idea when he's his head is gonna be hitting the table. Uh <laughs> Matt does know, but <laughs> Like, he thinks he's a worse person. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he did threaten his Bucky. I mean, Vanessa. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, that was the one note I had there for that. I also want to talk a little bit about uh, Claire's conversation with him on the rooftop. Where Claire can see right through Matt that he's got a martyr complex. It's just like, he doesn't deserve love or caring or real life. He just deserves to fight everybody. Or everything that hurts anybody he knows. I feel like most heroes have a martyr complex this way. Or at least most traditional superheroes. Like pre-MCU heroes. Like Spider-Man and Superman and Batman. We can't have a normal life. We must commit to fighting crime all the time. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things like there's... There's no way you go into that uh, lifestyle of heroing (laughs) with the assumption that this is like a weekend job, right? It makes sense because your life is in danger so often that, yeah, it makes sense that you just end up in that mindset. Yeah, I mean, of course, unless you're Iron Man. Yeah, intelligent. (laughs) <laughs> oh i thought i thought i was saying self-centered but okay intelligent as well <laughs> well i mean we were joking about this last week right when uh when matt says to Electra that he has to fight the hand alone um and i was saying like call an avenger see if if you can maybe like yeah i'm sure they're not in the yellow pages um but or the white pages i don't remember which one's which either way i'm sure there's something maybe he can break in and say hi can one of you help me, please? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Because I feel like if they just listed themselves, call 1-800-AVENGERS, um, <laughs> they'd be getting calls all the time about helping. And like, we get a big thing in Spider-Man Far From Home, is like Avengers-level threats. You need to pass some sort of threshold. Yeah, that's true. But that's like Avengers, like multiple of them right mm-hmm. like um and that's probably all of them like uh when we see at the beginning of uh civil war you know we have the avengers team not all of them but a good number of them are going out to stop crossbones and yeah. that's like that mission specifically i wouldn't feel is the same level as avengers level like as described in far from home mm-hmm. but you know they need the whole team together to stop it I'm trying to think who they could. We talked about this a little bit last week, but I want to get a little more into it. Um, who <laughs> okay. would they call? Who could? I mean, 
Captain America. He just has a a um, apartment in Brooklyn, right? So he could just walk up to his building. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I mean, Brooklyn is like it'll take forever to get there from Hell's Kitchen, though. So I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, that works. Maybe, maybe that's the problem. Matt just doesn't know how to leave Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, uh, that could be part of his curse. Like he goes too far in one direction. Like it's like the Pac-Man curse. If he goes all the way to the right, he just comes <laughs> he just back ends on, up the on the other side. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Although I'm trying to think. Do we ever see him leave Hell's Kitchen? Uh, yeah, we... Uh, oh, I'm thinking of other characters where we definitely do. <laughs> yeah. About him. <laughs> um, that building where... Uh, what was it? The the building where they have the giant hole. Is that in Midland Hell's Circle? Kitchen? Yeah, Midland I'm Circle. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. That was my first thought, too. All right. I, I remember the name was Circle something. Uh, I, I'm, I assume... It's in Hell's Kitchen. Nope. It has to be. Nope. Midland Circle is a building located in Hell's Kitchen, New York City. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, all right. Um, well, then then maybe that's it. He's got the Pac-Man curse. I mean, we're going to have to really just pay attention in um, Defenders. Because if any time he's going to leave Hell's Kitchen, it's going to be during Defenders. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, there is there is a scene I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm not going to say it now because it, it is spoilers. So if someone hasn't listened or hasn't seen it... Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think he does briefly. So, all right. Um, but yeah, anyway, going back to the whole Avengers thing, like I, my thought process is Daredevil just kind of walks up and says, hey, there are these uh, ninjas and I can prove it. And they're like building a giant hole. It's weird. Also, <laughs> um, bringing people back to life. This seems like a thing you, you might want to look into. Yes. If he didn't have this martyr complex, he might actually reach out. Exactly. Or the Pac-Man curse. Yeah, or the Pac-Man curse. I mean, but you wouldn't email. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he could probably do that. And then which Avenger would be the best team up to fight ninjas? Oh, um, hmm. Well, I think... Uh, you know, I was actually kind of joking last week when I said War Machine. But yeah, War Machine or Iron Man would be great for that, right? Because I imagine that the ninja weapons just would not go through their armor. Like it would just be Mm. like no problems for for them. Yeah. I mean, I would think my first go-to would be vision. Vision would be able to find them and walk through walls and stuff. (laughs) I keep forgetting about vision. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Poison would not affect him at all. Nope. I I assume. Yeah. I mean, I bet ninjas could, like, get through Iron Man's, like, the seams in his suit, assuming this is pre-Endgame, or pre-Infinity War, uh, could get through the seams of the suit and just mess him up somehow with, like, ninja stars and whatnot. Yeah, eventually they figure out a way in. Kind of like what uh, Ant-Man does in uh, Civil War. Exactly. Okay. All right. Hmm. All right. Well, that's all I had for this. Yeah. What was our um, topic again? I don't actually Matt. know where we were. We're talking about Matt. Matt. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's all I had. I mean, disconnecting from normal life was my f- third and final note about him, but we kind of already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Frank, I guess <laughs> we only see him at the end. 
I had forgotten what happened. Like, I know... I know what happens to Frank at the end of the season, like the last episode. <laughs> Same here. I think you and I probably only remember that one scene, but okay. Yep, and then I... Like, I didn't mention this last week. I had forgotten that Fisk gets him out of prison completely. Oh, yeah. Same here. That was <laughs> like, okay. M- I, remembered, I remembered the fight in the um, cell block and that then that he was out of prison for what happens in the last episode. I forgot the three episodes worth of Frank stuff. And I didn't... I wasn't actually sure whether or not Frank was killing people or not. Because it does kind of follow his M.O. Yeah, there, there's a degree of his M.O., um so i mean as soon as we see the da die Mm -hmm. i was pretty sure that it wasn't him because that one seems like a bit much at that point yeah but if she organized the sting that killed his family how is that different from all the other stuff he's been doing no you're right um i just for some reason like I think it's, you know, D.A. thought of as, like, good guy kind of character. I think that's why. Like, in yeah. my mind, I just thought, eh, okay. Like, I mean, this is this is going into Karen stuff, because I was going to bring it up with her faith in him. I don't understand why Karen thought that. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm not understanding why you or Karen are thinking, that doesn't seem like the Punisher. That totally seems like the Punisher to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, especially the, the mind games thing. That the DA was talking about was she found like the Punisher X-ray thing in her daughter's backpack. That one does not seem like something he would do. Um, Especially like especially what we know of him in the MCU. He's a very direct person. If he wants Mm -hmm. to go after someone, he's just gonna kill them. Yeah, if he got close enough to put something in his in her daughter's backpack, then he was in the house and would have killed her. Most likely, exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Now that is something. Kind of reminds me of uh, the Thomas Jane Punisher that came out in early 2000s because mm-hmm. uh, he does some stuff like that, but definitely not this Punisher. And that's a movie I need to rewatch, or maybe I don't need to rewatch it, but I might rewatch it someday, like before Punisher, like we cover the show. Um, were you gonna say something? No, I, I was gonna say, uh, you know, it was, I was, I think I mentioned this like a few weeks ago, I was flipping through the channels and. Um, the Punisher was on and like the audio just kept messing up. So I ended up changing the channel, but like I got through a couple of scenes and it, it held up decent. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have it on DVD. That's the only Punisher I have. I don't have the Dolph Lundgren or Warzone, mm-hmm. but I have that one. So. All right. I still think you need to watch uh, Warzone. I'm, yeah, I'm you... hoping it holds up as well as I remember. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you're, know. You're really hyping it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. We'll, we'll and cover we'll do... it for one of our specials. Yeah. I was like, maybe we'll do a little miniseries where we'll just watch all three Punisher movies. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh-huh. That seems like a little much, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah, and then he goes to Karen's apartment to talk to Karen, and it gets shot up, so it's probably not him. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely rule it out, but uh, yeah, okay, fine. It's probably not. Yeah. All right. Um... Do you want to talk about the villains? Yeah, sounds good to me. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived 
by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Kneel before me. I said... Um, I don't know if she's really a villain in this, but we've been having Reyes in, in the villains for the whole set time, which now she kind of comes clean and admits that she made mistakes. Yeah, for villainous reasons, right? For her own protection, her own, uh, um, you know, she she's not, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Basically, she wanted to protect herself. Like, she doesn't want to get caught for having done this. Yeah. And we don't know who is shooting people, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we we still don't at the end of this episode. Okay. Do you know? Because I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because well, <laughs> my question go. was like, who? Like after you kind of commented about it's not his mo to put someone's uh, put the um the skull picture in his daughter's backpack. I was like, who did do that? <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to watch out for it, because I'm sure we'll find out within, you know, the next two episodes, three three episodes left in the three season episodes after, left. after this, yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, you know what, actually, uh, just because this popped into my head, going back a little bit about uh, the Punisher's MO, mm-hmm. um, one of the other things about him is that um, he's accurate. So he's not going to miss and also hit Foggy, like when... Yeah, Ray's unless he meant to hit Foggy. Exactly. Yeah, he was kind of just, or he, she, it, whoever's doing the shooting right now, is just spraying bullets and hoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's probably collateral damage too. Like we don't see it, but at the end of the scene, um, when Castle and Karen are like at his apartment or at her apartment, um, like as they're running out, there's a baby crying in the background. Don't know what happened there. Maybe baby's just scared of things, which is, is uh, possible. Yeah. Babies are scared of things. But, huh, I mean, uh, I'm scared of flying bullets. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. Maybe something happened. Maybe someone else got hit. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure other people got hit because I think that machine gun fire... Machine gun fire isn't accurate from far away. And that was definitely machine gun shooting up the place. So... Either this guy got real close, or he's just spraying the entire building. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel, again, maybe I'm I'm pulling a Karen, but I'm identifying with Reyes in this section. It's like, I feel sorry for her. Yeah, she screwed up, but now her she thinks her family's a target. Also, I'm identifying a lot with her because of she's in Star Trek. So I've been watching her in other shows, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which which Star Trek is she in? Uh, Picard. We oh, talked okay. about this when she first started. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen any any episodes of that yet. Yeah. I will at some point, but yeah. So, um, I I will say that I kind of um sympathize with her a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just because I don't feel like she's done enough to be murdered for her her actions. Um, she was really freaking reckless. Yeah, with true. like not clearing yeah. the park. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is true. Okay. Yeah. Never, never mind. I mean, That's... I don't know if she should be murdered, but she's still not a good person. <laughs> Agreed. Yes, but I, I the the punishment there doesn't doesn't fit the the crime. I think is yeah. is kind of what what I was going with. Um, I did not mean to make that pun. 
Sure, and punishment. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even pick up on it. Oh, good. <laughs> then let's ignore that and move on. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess we should talk about the hand again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about him? That I thought it was weird how we left it at the end of the last episode, where they were, you know, draining people's blood into a jar, and that. We can assume because Nobu is back to life that brings people back to life. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. But now we find out that they've actually put chemicals or something into the people's bloodstreams, and they're like incubators, which is just as messed up, but makes as mu- makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, a-, a reason for keeping them around that long mm-hmm. instead of you know just draining people and getting more people. Um. Uh, seeing, I mean, seeing last week's, like the the first seeing those people who were drained last week mm-hmm. was really bad. Uh, the for some reason the cinematography of this episode, like I guess it was at the beginning when Officer Mahoney, name, Mahoney, there we go. I always forget his name. When Officer Mahoney was like walking through that, and it was just like it it looked way worse too because it was actually focusing on that, and also yeah. you know you get the human reaction of Mahoney like holding back some stuff uh so yeah like that was it, it just it, it felt like e- even worse than what we talked about last week Ooh. yeah i agree um yeah and also they're they're pretty terrifying at the end when they're just standing there <laughs> that too yeah they they went full-on children of the corn yep um one last thing about the hand <laughs> um, you've seen have you seen children of the corn but you haven't seen the shining no, I just know of them. Okay. <laughs> like, See, just like I know of The Shining. <laughs> the, these are pop culture references that have just made it into everything, which for me is just The Simpsons. <laughs> it's fair. Anyway, um, the hand, we see the hand begin their attack on the, the hospital um, with grappling guns. <laughs> I feel like I feel like one of the like hallmarks of ninjas is they go with the old ways. I'm like... You know, ninja stars and swords that have guns and whatnot. Uh, grappling gun seems pretty advanced. <laughs> it also seems very loud, considering the rest of the things yeah. that they do. That was that was my hang-up on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I was like, grappling gun seems very out of place. And more like, you know, Batman should be doing it. Not the Batman that they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not the Foot Clan. Yes, or the foot, they're, or what? They're the hand. I know they're the hand. What's the what's the ninjas that Batman fights? Um, the oh god, I know this. League of Assassins. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, the Foot Clan is the Ninja Turtles. That's what. Yes, it okay. is. <laughs> it's like it's not like hand, the hand, the foot, and the thigh. That'd be a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> you just got every every time any. Um, comic book company needs some sort of um, ninja villain that they, they just they grab a different part of the body. Yep, you exactly. The neck, you know, the nose, <laughs> the gluteus maximus. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> I think we've we've we're going to talk about the hand a lot next week. So okay. <laughs> we'll we'll save the the rest of our um, body parts for that. Yeah, we'll see. Alright, let's talk about our supporting characters. Guy in the chair. 
Don't do anything stupid until I get back. How can I? Taking all the stupid with you. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. All right. Uh, who do you want to start with? Uh, let's start. We kind of talked about a bit. Mahoney. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahoney, who's called in to find this house of horrors. Which, like, I've never really considered being a cop or anything in law enforcement because that's just not me. But this just confirms that I don't want to do it because I feel like the first place I go to will be a place like this, knowing my luck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's one of the things, like, that messes with you as a person. And they see this, I mean, I don't know if they see something this horrible on a regular basis, but they see some pretty bad stuff. I really hope not. <laughs> Same. Yes, I, I hope that, too. Uh, but yeah, like, you, you'll see things, and it'll it'll mess with you. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I don't know why it never occurred to me in the thousand times we've brought up Batman before, but <laughs> Mahoney is just Jim Gordon. <laughs> uh, basically, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the friend on the police force, who you can point to things to do your police work for you. Yep. Go do that. You do the paperwork, I fight the crime. Like, oh. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Mahoney also gets the promotions. That happened this season after he caught uh, the Punisher. Yeah, and see what happens? He gets to go into this house of hell. <laughs> yeah, which, okay, I, I have a problem with that. Um, is that how that works in real life? Like, someone calls in a tip, hey, this super important thing that everyone is, like, wants someone to find, or like, you know, the Punisher, right? This, uh, the Punisher is over here. You should go arrest him. And then they show up, and he's like, basically unconscious and they just you know handcuff him and that's instant promotion that's how that works i mean if it's someone who uh is like most wanted like it wasn't in this show it wasn't daredevil it was the punisher who's like this guy who's shot up multiple places yeah yeah you're promoted for doing something that big oh okay all right i'll take it um at the at so at in an episode of a different MCU TV show we haven't even like covered at all yet, um, something similar happens. A uh, uh, some police show up and like they start arresting uh, the people there, and they're basically handed the um, you know all the evidence to arrest these people. Mm-hmm. And some like one of the cops says, "Oh, uh, someone's getting a promotion for this." Like you, you did nothing. You were just handed this. <laughs> so it bothers It doesn't me. matter. Uh, all right. All right. Fine. <laughs> I honestly don't think it matters. I think it's all politics. And like, yeah, this person who arrested this person, they don't need to get into the the details of how they were arrested. I'm ready to move away from Mahoney. He's only that one very disturbing scene. Um, Do we want to talk about Claire? Yeah. She's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Matt's a jerk. <laughs> he brings these people to Claire because he knows she can trust her, but it also puts her in mortal danger. Yeah, well, I mean, he's putting anyone in mortal danger, right? So is it better that he can trust her or or not, I guess? It's true. Yeah. I mean... Because, like, in next week's episode, when, and I don't remember much about it, but I know that you know, there's the conclusion to this ninja fight. Mm-hmm. Um, does it work out 
that he knows Claire, so he's able to tell her stuff? Or, like, right, because I'm imagining it's something like that. If you know them, then, while well, yes, their life is in danger, but you can at least do more to help. Yeah, because Daredevil, he wouldn't be able to do anything, like, keeping these people secure. He, They wouldn't be in this little, little was it, unfurnished wing, unfinished wing of yeah, the hospital? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Not that it matters. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, but at the same time... Um, uh, you know, I had a thought and I can't remember now. Damn it. I'll think about it soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think I have anything else with Claire either. Yeah, same. I mean, she like kind of calls him out a little bit. I mean, you were talking about his whole martyr thing, but I was thinking also because um, uh, Foggy is there, right? And she was like, hey, aren't you going to go see Foggy? He's like, nah, he's fine. So. Yeah. Well, that's more Matt's guilt and stubbornness yeah that's true mm-hmm. yeah. i was thinking like if matt really cared he would make sure foggy went to a different hospital but he didn't know all this stuff was going to go down <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah he, he did it uh did he um he knew no he yeah, yeah he, he knew he it was did. that hospital yeah because that did. was before that was early that was the previous night when all that stuff got oh, set yeah. up damn it matt <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess he doesn't know of any other hospital, right? He Is only he? knows of the one in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, because it was Jessica <laughs> who went from hospital to hospital looking for stuff. <laughs> That's right. No, because they were going to bring him to an, all the um, the victims to another hospital, and then Matt says, no, bring him to Metro General. <laughs> You're right. So there has uh, to be at least two hospitals in Hell's Kitchen. You know, the 16-block radius. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it really is. New York is mm. really packed. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Moving on to Karen. She's the last yeah. supporting cast I have her notes for. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we've talked plenty of times about how Karen's identifying with criminals at least Ellison recognizes it too that she's projecting onto these criminals. I'm like, okay, good. Someone else yeah. figured that out. Exactly. Uh, and then you know he's also trying to take some steps to to protect her too. You know, he's like, hey, at least have some uh, police guards with you because yeah. you know th- th- they well, might help. Well, yeah. I mean, he feels guilty for not taking the stuff with Ben's death seriously, and it got Ben killed. Oh yeah. Yeah, that did not work out. Yeah. So, so I guess, yeah. Those are my only notes for her. I guess they were more about Ellison than Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah. you have anything else for Karen? No, I mean, she she had kind of a, I guess, a small part again in the, in this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, we, this we is, really this talked is a very Matt-heavy episode. Yeah, which, to be fair, it's kind of been a while. Um, yeah. I guess two weeks is a while, but yeah. Alrighty, are uh, you ready to move on? Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, take a quick break and let's hear a word from our ad sponsor. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Alright, so Tony, um, 
we do have to uh, fast forward a little bit here uh, in terms of our time. So uh, letting everyone else know, uh, right now when we're recording this episode, it's mid-March of 2020. And as a society, we're trying to distance ourselves from each other to limit the spread of coronavirus, you know, keep down uh, sales of Corona beer. Uh, (laughs) But by the time this episode lands, May 25th of 2020, uh, the world will be perfect. No more worries about a super contagious virus. People will work together on political issues and the economy will be back to what it was like in early January of 2017. And uh, because of all this, people are going to be flying more. And that is where this week's sponsor comes in. Airport fun. Imagine going to an airport and then realizing, "Uh uh-oh, you're at an airport. With our (laughs) friends at Airport Fun, you'll have access to a wide range of bars and exercise equipment. Want to take the edge off with a drink, followed by a round of Mortal Kombat against a trained assassin? No problem. Airport Fun practically specializes in that one specific scenario. Use promo code MCU Rewind today to be able to choose the weapons the assassin will use to attack you. Airport fun. They put the fun in airports. It's just hidden somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony, did you also get halfway through that ad read and realize that we didn't talk about Electra at all? I did, Al. I did. <laughs> I scrolled up to make sure I didn't have any notes about it, and I didn't. But yeah, <laughs> we did not talk about Electra one bit. All right, because that references only her one scene okay uh mm-hmm. let, let's let's rewind then and let's, let's yeah. talk about <laughs> uh. um so yeah electra this french guy tries to assassinate her um why is stick trying to assassinate her i was trying to figure that out too like and, and again i assume that there's a good reason we'll find out later in the season or not because if Stick is trying to kill Elektra, I would assume he's also trying to kill Matt. True. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that, but that would be a great, uh, excellent supposition. Yeah. So, I don't I mean, maybe we'll, I, I assume we'll find out. But um... I feel like part of me knows because of spoilery stuff, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Uh, I think I know what you're referencing because I'm kind of thinking that too. But I, I don't... I don't know. And eh, we'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we did our due diligence and talked to Electra. There we go. Now right. now I can reference the scene that she was in fighting the airport <laughs> bar. In a we kind of talked about it because we talked about her size. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> uh. Alright. Now going to... Powers, abilities, and superhero landings. Their abilities? He's got increased metabolism and improved thermal homeostasis. Her thing is neuroelectric interfacing, telekinesis, mental manipulation. He's fast and she's weird. That thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. Okay, look, the city's flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. Um, I've only got one thing for this. Do you have anything? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. Alright, um, my initial thought, okay, so Matt heard the gun cock and then said get down and pulled Karen down and let Foggy, left Foggy to die, um, right before the shooting started. Mm-hmm. Was that enough time for Karen to realize that he did it beforehand, or was everything just too fast? I, my assumption is that if she were thinking like, oh wait, did he know ahead of time? 
a normal person in that scenario, I'm, I'm imagining what like I would think, is mm -hmm. that maybe a bullet went through and then he yelled and then maybe it was just too fast that you didn't notice. And like, if you're thinking like, you know, in hindsight, a lot of stuff just happened. So maybe that is what yeah. happened. Or maybe he just, oh no, I was about to say, maybe he just saw uh, someone, but I realized that's not going to work <laughs> no, with him. No, that would be a miracle. <laughs> um, also, I do want to correct you a little. He did actually try to save Foggy. He pushed Foggy off to the okay. side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. Right. <laughs> I thought he just. I mean, he could. He had to make a decision. And you obviously save Karen over Foggy because you just had a fight with Foggy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Actually, considering that after pushing Foggy, he was hit in the arm. He probably saved his life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, Tower, the the other attorney guy, assistant DA, was like up against the wall, so he didn't die. But I feel like the bullets would have gone through. <laughs> yeah, he got lucky. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, that's all I had for her. Um, <laughs> for the powers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you're you're right. So I was thinking kind of something similar. Like, would Karen have have realized that? But I think I I I, I should have rewound it just out of my own curiosity to see how long it took. But yeah, I I think it's exactly what uh, what we were thinking. Yeah. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Do you have any else? Anything else we want to bring up? Uh, no. We kind of brought up uh, the other things already that were in my list. Um. This is not how I expected a season finale to go, but then I found out it's not the season finale. So you're right. Got three more episodes. <laughs> uh, and then again, I just do, don't remember Fisk being in the season so much. I assume he's not in any more episodes of the season. I don't I don't but... think he is. <sighs> OK, but I, would it surprise me that he was in two episodes? I thought he was only in one. Yeah, same. And I thought he was in that one episode way less than being uh. in like half of it. The majority. I don't know. He was in it a lot. Yeah. Alright. Well, I don't have anything either, so let's go to Radar Episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Woohoo! All right, Tony. How do you think we should rate this episode? Um, Al, how since we didn't talk about her almost at all, how many sighs <laughs> are you giving this episode? <laughs> um, small, medium, I, or large? Which which size are you giving this episode? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with a four. Um, there was a little bit of setup, but there was also like a lot of stuff going from the previous episode. Like, so it just kind of was riding that wave of stuff, uh, and a lot of things are happening, and I enjoyed it, so I'm I'm going with that. Uh, yeah. Easily a four. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're definitely revving up towards the finale. I'll give it a three point five. There weren't enough um, blood tubes. I mean, there were some, but not enough. So not as high as the last episode. Okay, well that's yeah, th that's good. I didn't know that you wanted uh, more blood tubes. But, we'll we'll um, see what the future brings. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. Alrighty, you good to close out? Yeah, let's close out. All right, everyone, um, please join us next time. We will continue our uh, rewinds for season two of Daredevil. We'll be talking about episode eleven point three eighty. 
Uh, and then, uh, again, all the other stuff we say at the end of an episode, you know, follow us on Twitter. We're at MCU underscore rewind. Uh, give us a rating on uh, whatever it is you use to rate podcasts. You know, follow us too if you don't. I don't know how you would be listening to this if you don't subscribe but you know subscribe subscribe again if if that's an option i mean uh, they could be going to our website that's true that's an option uh i think some people do i gotta look at the numbers again but uh yeah anyway uh this has been the rewind for episode 10 of season two of daredevil the man in the box this is marvel center rewind signing off have a marvelous day